Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Monday and welcome to the Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We really appreciate you taking time out to uh, spend a your, little of your lunch hour with us. So thank you very much. And so it's the second Monday of the month. And, yes, we have stylist Candace Thomas on. But before that, uh, because uh, some of us needed just some, some time, um, and, and actually, my husband and I took a little uh, away time, and that was kind of good, just relaxing and stuff like that. So we didn't do a live show on Friday, and so we missed our Diet Diva. So this morning, we have her on first, uh, for the Diet Diva, Todd Collingwood. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. I'm glad that you took a little me time. That's important. Yeah, I, I was. <laughs> it took me a little bit to be honest. <laughs> you know, we were gone maybe, you know, four days or so, more or less. Um, and it took me a little bit to kind of say, um, okay, let's relax a little bit. <laughs> so I think I need a little more time with that. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, but it was it was good. You know, I mean, when I finally got it, you know, when the light bulb finally went off, it, you know, I I hadn't done too bad, so. Yeah. So how are you doing? How was your weekend? Oh, it was good. Yeah. Excellent. Good. I'm loving good. loving the summer so far. Uh yeah. Yeah. Loving 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 the uh, just loving Florida. <laughs> you know, we are blessed here. We are so blessed. So, so yes, anyway. One of the questions that popped in my mind actually just before the show but I think it's important to to get it answered, and that is, do uh, do calorie charts really help? Do they work? And what I'm talking about is like, you know, I used to come across this chart. If you sat five minutes, you burned this many calories. If you stood uh-huh. this five minutes, you burned this amount of calories, and so on and so forth. Right. Do those yeah. are are they accurate and do they work and how do you best implement them? Right, yeah, good questions. So um, it depends on the chart, and the more accurate would be a chart based on your gender and your height and weight because that is what dictates the calories that we burn. So you know, think mm. about if you're five foot hundred pounds versus, you know, six uh, woman versus a six five two hundred and thirty pound man, 
um, obviously going to be <laughs> burning different amounts. So right, you know, exactly. Not fit all for sure. Um, it's just like when you get on the treadmill, and you know, if you don't type in your, you know, your age and your weight, then mm-hmm. it doesn't know how many calories you're burning. It's just going to use a reference person, and you could be burning more or less than that amount of calories. So, you know, it's all guesstimations. Um, so I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't definitely wouldn't um, bet on the accuracy of any of those kinds of charts, but it's good to just sort of give you some comparisons. So if you look at, you know, walking at a certain pace versus jogging or running or cycling versus, you know, playing tennis versus, you know, this or that, you can kind of see based on these charts, which activities are higher than others. And while it may not be totally accurate with the amount of calories that you may be burning, you can at least see that, well, for the average person, I'm going to burn more calories doing this versus doing that. So for that, I think it's a good, you know, kind of just um, informational um, way to, you know, look at calories. Okay, good good to know. Because, like I said, I, I, I saw one a long time ago, and I'm like, okay, uh-huh. um, I've been standing five minutes, so I should have burned five calories or whatever the case may be. <laughs> um, so uh, that's, that's good to know. Um, the other question, is when you are talking earlier about, you know, walking and walking at a certain pace, um, and we, there's, I guess, a term called power walking, is is mm-hmm. that really such a thing? That and and how how does that work? And does that help, if at all? Yeah. So the the faster you go, the more exertion you're putting out, the more intensity, and so the more calories you're going to burn. The higher the intensity any of any exercise or movement, the more calories you're going to burn. But it's also harder, so you may not go as long. Um, so that's kind of the trade-off is like, and that's sort of the big debate around, um, you know, exercise and health benefits and calorie burn and all that kind of stuff is, is it better to go slow and long, you're going to burn a higher percentage of fat in the moment, or is it better to go faster, more intense, but do it for a shorter amount of time because I'm going to burn more calories in that moment, um, you know, overall, but it's, it depends on how long, you know, you're going to do that. So that's where, you know, the high intensity interval training hit H I I T high intensity interval training has come into um, play in, in recent years that that's a very good way to burn calories because you're going very intense, but you're also doing intervals. So you're not expecting to go intense for 30 straight minutes but you might do high intensity for a couple of minutes, then recover for 30 seconds to a minute. Then you do high intensity for another couple of minutes, and then you recover for 30 seconds to a minute. And you keep going, you know, throughout the exercise. So that's what a lot of like cycling classes and, you know, aerobic classes and all that kind of stuff is based on is push, 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 recover, push, 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 recover. And we know that that's going to push your cardiovascular. It's going to push your lung capacity. So it's not just about burning calories, but it's also about just we're going to get more um, when we do higher intensity. So I tend to try to recommend getting that higher intensity. And and plus, none of us, I mean, number one reason why people say they don't exercise, I don't have time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So if I can mm-hmm. do a shorter workout because I don't have, you know, 
two hours every day to work out. If I only have 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, I can go harder in that 15, 20 minutes and get more benefit versus, you know, trying to stay into that kind of slow, um, low intensity, you're not going to get as much health benefit and as much calorie burn. Okay, so I have, uh, when we're talking about intensity, I guess one of my concerns with certain exercises is that um, it, I, I want to go into the discussion of running versus walking or jogging mm-hmm. versus walking or whatever, and, uh, and treadmill versus elliptical and stuff like that. And basically what I'm asking is the impact that it has on joints and other areas. Mm-hmm. So can mm-hmm. you talk? Give us more of a breakdown in terms of if you, let's say, if you have certain problems with your joints, what are better exercises? Um, And if you, you know, if you don't have problems but you don't want to develop problems, you know, (laughs) what, what, yeah, you know, because we're like, oh, I don't have a problem, you know, this is pound, 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 but you know, you don't want, you don't want to develop problems in the long run, right? Right, yeah, I'm a runner, and there's uh, there's three types of runners: runners that are healthy and still running, runners that are injured and hope to be running, and runners that are are former runners <laughs> because they've been injured and and aren't able to run anymore um, because running is very difficult on your joints, um, and and there are you know a lot of exercises, you know, the high intensity stuff that you know doing tuck jumps and you know, lots of biometric exercises where you're, you know, doing a lot of jumping and landing is definitely difficult on the joints. But again, also is really great for building muscle and dynamic, um, you know, movement and and all that kind of stuff. So I would say, yes, if you do, if, if something hurts, don't do it. So if you, you know, have some joint issues where, you know, running hurts too much, then definitely you're going to get a lot of benefit from walking, but just know that you might have to go a little longer because it's not going to be as intense. So, you know, the, the old saying is you burn the same amount of calories, whether you walk a mile or run a mile, but it takes longer <laughs> to, to mm-hmm. walk it. And there's some truth to that. Um, yeah, there's, it's, I'm, I'm not sure that it's one for one and a hundred percent the same um, walking versus running because you're engaging different um, muscle fibers when you're running versus walking. And um, so I, I do think that you burn a little bit more, when you're running, but, you know, kind of rule of thumb is, yeah, you're going to burn, you know, approximately ish the same amount, but it's just going to take longer to, to walk. But definitely if you're, if you're in pain or have already some arthritis going on or, you know, have high risk of arthritis or anything like that, then I would say stay more on that, that lower intensity side and, or, do exercises that are non-weight bearing. Swimming is absolutely the best thing that you can do for someone who has some of those joint issues. Doing something like a stationary bike versus, or an elliptical trainer, um, those are going to be easier on the joints than that pounding of the pavement of a jog or a run. Is Okay. <laughs> and the reason I'm saying that is you've actually made the case for my husband, so he would be very, very happy, and I'm conceding because I'm one of those. You got to push through the pain. You got, you know, and he's dealing with some arthritis. Um, one of the good things that came out of this weekend is that we were at the beach, we got in the water, and he was like, you know, this feels a lot better. 
you know mm-hmm. um it was it was taking some of the pressure off of his his joints you know yeah. and, and, you now know, i will say maybe maybe i can meet you halfway okay <laughs> so i will okay. say that a lot of people with arthritis say oh it hurts to move so i'm just not going to move but that's mm-hmm. not what you should do because your joints just keep getting more stiff and stiff and stiff and stiff so right. he definitely needs to move, but should not be moving so much and in a, in a way, in a manner that does, you know, cause significant pain. So, you know, you're right. He does need to get up and move, but the type of movement may be where you guys need to sort of find that middle ground compromise of what's going to work for him that's not going to be, you know, painful and feel better. Right, right. I understand. So, but yeah, I, 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 I am. We're gonna hopefully compromise. So you know, I'm gonna let go of that <laughs> pushing through the 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 thing. What is it? No pain, no gain. Come on, no pain, <laughs> you no know, gain. You know, that's been drilled Stop, into us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, so the other thing that I was going to ask you was um, about, do you need to always exercise on a machine? And the reason I'm asking you that, because to me it's like, that just seems so artificial. You know, I mean, there were people that were in good shape, you know, burning calories and everything before all these machines came along. And now, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you got to go to the gym or you got to purchase a Peloton or you got to purchase a, a Stairmaster or a treadmill or whatever. Everything seems to now be about a machine. Are there exercises mm-hmm. that you can do that don't necessarily require a machine or a gym membership? Oh, that is such a great question and I think so important for, for so many people you know, COVID, yeah. a lot of people were not wanting to go to sweaty gyms and, um, and a lot of people bought, well, you know, the Peloton type stuff, but not everybody's budget allows that. So absolutely, right. there is so much you can do with your own body weight. Um, so one of the things that I love, there's, there's a few different apps out there. And the one that I recommend, because I do some work with Johnson & Johnson, is the Johnson & Johnson 7-Minute Workout. It's an absolutely mm-hmm. free app. So just type in seven-minute workout, but make sure it's the Johnson & Johnson one because that's the one I like the most. Um, and okay. it has, you know, lots of different exercises. But what it is, is it's, you know, don't get fooled by the seven-minute thing. Yes, they have lots of seven-minute workouts, but there's also 14-minute workouts and 21-minute workouts and 28-minute workouts. You know, there's longer ones, or you can do the seven-minute workout twice. Um, but it's only body weight. There is nothing that requires any equipment um, on it. There is one thing like you can do a tricep dip on a step, but you could do a tricep dip on the, on the floor as well. You just don't get quite as, as big of a, you know, of a dip, um, if you're on the floor versus, you know, elevated a little bit on a step, but it's a cardiovascular. You, you do four different types of exercises for 30 seconds, and then you do them a couple different times. So there's a cardiovascular, a lower body, an upper body, and a core, and then you do it again, cardiovascular, upper body, lower body, core. Um, and so it's, you know, you, and and it's amazing what you can do just with your own body weight between getting your heart rate up with, 
you know, marching in place or doing high knees or running in place or doing jumping jacks or, you know, there's lots of different things, you know, pretending you're skipping rope, but you don't have a, a jump rope in your hand, um, you know, and then squats and lunges and, you know, all kinds of different variations of, of push up and you don't have to just do them on the floor. You can do them against the wall or against a table if doing them on the floor is too difficult, um, you know, and then different core exercises as well. So, Yes, there is a ton that you can do to get your heart rate up and work your muscles without any equipment. Now, does equipment work it better? Eh, I mean, yeah, you know, if you're doing a Peloton, you know, bike class, you're going to get your heart rate up and they're going to push you. But you can do that, you know, you can do that with other things as well, just going outside or, you know, getting in the pool or the ocean, like you said, you know, there are ways to definitely you know, get your heart rate up and work your muscles without needing to buy a gym membership or buy any equipment. Yeah, I was battling those ways. Um, we went to Fort DeSoto Park, which, which I love that area. Oh, um, yeah, it's beautiful there. natural, but it's, you know, it's fun. There's a lot of people out there. So. But, it, you know, it was like, I was like, I got the best night's sleep <laughs> Like, salt fell right to sleep because I have trouble sometimes just getting to sleep. So it was just, uh-huh. you know, kind of, you know, letting myself go and, and you know, relaxing and uh, just a good time. And, uh, yeah, I had the best night's sleep afterwards. So, uh, yes. but, yeah, it, yeah. I, I wonder about that I I'll, because I also, when I don't go to the gym, um, I have uh, my best friend bought me some uh, uh, Zumba DVDs a while back. Mm-hmm. I mean, way before COVID, and mm-hmm. um, I was doing those for a while before I even, you know, started the gym. So like days that you know I don't feel like going to the gym, or you know I don't feel like, uh, you know, if the pool they got the pool shut down because that's probably my main reason for going to the gym. But if the pool was shut down, you know, I'm like, okay, I'll just stay here and do Zumba. And yeah, I feel like I, I get a pretty decent workout doing Zumba. Um, it's something I'm really into it. It's just a matter of discipline, you know? Yeah. Right. Well, and there's so many different, you know, like you mentioned the videos, but there are apps now, you know, you mentioned Peloton and you don't have to have a Peloton bike or rower or treadmill in order to get the Peloton app. And I would probably more workouts that don't use that, that equipment on their platform, on their app that are, Mm. you know, Yoga, Pilates, um, weight workouts, cardiovascular workouts, outside walking or running. Um, you know, there's all kinds of guided workouts that you can do on that, on Beachbody. Um, Body, B-O-D-I is their, they've kind of rebranded, Beachbody has. Um, and they all have, and they're barely, they're really inexpensive from a monthly prescription a subscription uh, perspective uh, to do these, you know, these workouts at home. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we're going to come back. And when we come back, I guess I want to ask you, you know, uh, summer, about a week or so away, uh, what kind of things we should be focusing on um, as we get into the the outdoorsy months, but they're also the hot months. So we want to talk a little bit about that. We're here with Tara Collingwood. If you have any questions or comments, numbers 516-387-1944. Jeez, Power Hour, Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back. Having a wedding, reception, family reunion, planning a banquet, or some other fundraising event. Need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar? 
or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast, let us help. At our gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call our gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email ourgatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event. This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faiths, we have been here for many grieving families. Whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple dignified cremation, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720, Dobbs dedicated to serving our families. Good uh, good morning. Good morning for the next 10 minutes. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We are here with Tara Collingwood. If you have questions or comments, the number is 516-387-1944. And by the way, I did post uh, that uh, seven-minute uh, diet, uh, excuse me, seven-minute workout uh, the Johnson & Johnson one, on the G's Power Hour Facebook page. Thank you, Tara, for letting us know about that. So, yeah, absolutely. 90s all week, and, yeah, we are in, not getting into, we are into whether the calendar says summer or not, we are into the summer season. So uh, you have any suggestions about how we should be eating, how we should be drinking, how we should be moving, anything? Yeah, you know, I mean, we've been talking about exercise and, you know, sometimes getting outside and exercising and, you know, 90 degrees is uh, is rough. Um, and so if you are getting out and exercising in this, whether it's playing tennis or going for a bike ride or a walk or a run, you know, absolutely you want to make sure that you are hydrating and not just hydrating during, but hydrating before and after as well because we mm-hmm. can start sweating out a lot of fluid here in the state of Florida, even if you're going out before the sun comes up. We know how, how humid <laughs> it can be and how much you sweat. So I would say hydration is definitely top of mind and, um, and just safety from, um, you know, from the heat. Whether you, um, you know, are hydrated or not, you can still get heat exhaustion just from, from being out in this heat and definitely exerting yourself. So hydrating and not just with plain water, but if you are going to be exercising in the heat for, you know, an hour or longer, you definitely want to be thinking about electrolytes as well. So some of that sodium, potassium, you know, so a sports drink um, can be a good idea to think about having with you, especially if, you know, you might get lightheaded, blood sugar dropping, that kind of stuff, then you might want to think about making sure that you have that sports drink that'll have the electrolytes, but also maybe a little bit of sugar and that fluid to keep you going throughout uh, the heat. So definitely, definitely consider that. So I, I didn't get a sports drink, but I picked up a couple of uh, Mio's, the little things uh-huh. that you squirt in. And, and I got, I picked up a couple of them with the, Uh, I think they have B vitamins in them. And I was just curious, are those types of things effective at all? Uh, I mean, the Mio will just basically flavor your water so that you're more likely. Mm -hmm. We we know that based on research that people are more likely to drink when it tastes (laughs) versus just plain water. Um, Right. So so that's, you know, some of the research around sports drinks and why 
um, you know, people consume them better is because they taste sweet and, you know, have some flavor. But the B vitamins is not what you're necessarily losing during exercise. It's really the sodium and potassium and magnesium and those electrolytes. And the Mio Mm -hmm. doesn't have any calories. So, you know, that's fine if you're sitting around, you know, doing a podcast. (laughs) But during exercise, um, if you're going to be, you know, out there exerting, again, for, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, not a big deal. You can drink your regular water, your Mio water. That's fine. But if you're going to be out there for an hour or more is kind of the rule of thumb of, yeah, might especially if you're going to be sweating a lot, might want to think about replacing with a little bit of sugar and electrolytes. Okay. All right. Sounds cool. All right. So, um, and then one of the things that I wanted to throw in that, you know, it's just my opinion. Uh, I'm not an expert, y'all. But if you're going to do exercising outside and stuff, maybe early, early in the morning or um, late in the afternoon, evening. I prefer mornings just because all of the, if you're walking on a sidewalk that's busy, you know, the carbon monoxide mm-hmm. is not out there. Uh, Yet, yeah, you know, yeah, you know. Absolutely. So, I, and, and, and think cooler. about your pets too. You know, my dog yeah. does not want to be walking during the middle of the day because it is hot, and they can literally yeah. burn their little paws. So, if it's too hot for your dog, it's too hot for you. You know, I see people mm-hmm. out there sweating. They're like, "Oh, I just I'm trying to lose weight, and so I got to go out in the 95 degree weather and sweat it <laughs> out." And I'm like, "That's only water." <laughs> you're not gonna just because the scale you, you know if you feel better coming back and weighing yourself and go i just lost three pounds well guess what it's going to be back tonight or tomorrow morning when you rehydrate right. and if it's not back yeah. then that's dangerous because you're now dehydrated so yeah so that's be true. careful about the heat and you know and you know i'm, I'm just putting a little plug in for our, our furry friends too that you know you yeah. want to walk them before the sun gets that sidewalk really hot and at the end of the day maybe after the the afternoon showers have cooled off the sidewalk (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, but you know it's for us as well not just our furry friends right right and then also too I wanted to ask you about um, foods like watermelon and cucumbers I hear are are very helpful Mm -hmm. around this time of year Mm -hmm. is that correct yeah absolutely I mean all fruit and vegetables is primarily water so all fruit okay. and vegetable will hydrate you, but definitely, you know, watermelon, cucumbers are very low calorie and, mm-hmm. um, and have, you know, have that hydrating effect. So those, and, mm-hmm. and have some potassium, um, which is one of those electrolytes. So yeah, so those are going to be wonderful things to do. And how refreshing is watermelon? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. When you, when you mm-hmm. come in from the heat and you just bite into that cold, juicy watermelon, I mean, it's just fantastic. So now what about cantaloupe? Because I understand, I, I, I was thought I heard that cantaloupe was a good source of potassium as well. Yeah, and yeah, bananas. cantaloupe is. Um, yeah, the cantaloupe will be good. And, um, you know, really any of those any of those melons will be good. Grapes uh-huh. are wonderful too, and you can freeze those grapes. Oh, my gosh, those are great when they're frozen. I've never tried frozen grapes. I have to do that. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Like a little popsicle. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, quick, quick, because I I haven't touched on it, but quick tip for dads. Um, Any any advice for dads? You know, for this summer. 
because we we talk we, for... we lean more toward the, the women uh, when we oh. talk sometimes. But you know, the guys, you know, daddy, daddy is daddy's day. Is the you know some some advice for dads? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, when I think of dads and Father's Day, you know, I think of the grilling out and you know, trying to be, to be healthy with grilling out. So, you know, obviously our chicken versus, you know, greasy hamburgers, you know, try fish on the grill as well. And of course, vegetables, and you can even grill things like bananas and peaches for some of those desserts. Um, I might do that this weekend, make a little bananas foster and do some grilled uh, bananas. And, um, Mm -hmm. and I love grilled peaches in a salad. So, you know, just think outside the box of what could I throw on that grill um, for, you know, for Father's Day or just throughout the grilling season here to, um, you know, to make it a little bit healthier. I have to tell you, I've become a true fan of uh, grilled peaches. Um, I, and mm. not, not necessarily that I've done it outside, but I um, caught a Le Creuset skinny grill on sale and uh, sliced the peaches and put it on a, the skinny grill in the oven, and I have to tell you, it's wonderful. It's sprinkle a little amazing. bit of cinnamon on there. Yeah, those those are. Yeah, awesome. that sugar just caramelizes, and oh, uh, uh, yes, yeah, so good. <laughs> Quickly, how do we reach you? Uh, dietdiva.net is my website, and I'm on social media at Diet Diva Tara. Diet Diva Tara. Okay. Thank you so much. Appreciate you having you know having you on, and we look forward to talking with you next month. Take care. Absolutely. Thanks. Going to take a quick break. When we come back, stylist Candace Thomas is on with us. This is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson and Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. I just want to say, and we were talking about those grilled pizzas at the end. That's one of my favorite things to do is to, Lucas Nursery out in Oviedo has a Georgia peach truck that comes in. Um, I don't know how often they do it, but usually I stack up, stock up. I get one box. I know people that probably get more, but I get a box the big box of those Georgia peaches sharing with my family and friends and neighbors and stuff because, you know, I don't want them all to go bad and uh, just enjoy the rest of them. Uh, you all got some peach recipes you want to share? Just go ahead and, and send them my way on the G Power Hour Facebook page. Love to share those with everybody. But in the meantime, Candace Thomas, good morning, good afternoon. How are you? Well, good afternoon. I'm doing swell. And yourself? I'm doing swell, too. I don't know too many people that use that, but that is wonderful. I'm glad you're swell. I'm <laughs> swell, too. <laughs> How's the family? Oh, they're good. 
getting, they're growing by the weeds, you know, so they're doing good, enjoying their summer. Good. I want to ask you um, about preparing the hair for the beach. And what do you do? Because, I, I mean, I, I'm, you're, you're the pro, so you would know. Uh, going to the beach, are, are there some before, during, and after things that we should know when we're making those plans? So it depends on the type of beach goer you are, right? Um, okay. So let's talk about, like, I guess, in-water beach goer, out-water beach goer. So if you're an out-of-the-water beach goer, I would advise you to get some hair and scalp sunscreen. One of the ones that I know is really good is by Sun Bum, C, I see, Chow, S-O-N-N-B-O-M, Sun Bum, and it's a scalp and hair um, sunscreen that you can put on your hair and on your scalp so to protect your hair from um, the sun and your scalp. So if you're like me right now that's rocking braids, well, I got those partings, right? Um that the sun's going to beat it up, even if I do wear a hat or the hat flies off, for whatever you think may happen, you still want to be protected from the sun. So if you're that beach goer and you're not going to get in the water, that's what I would advise you definitely to do. Make sure you have a hat, a head covering, and if you're not going to do so, just make sure you have some type of sunscreen that you can use on your hair and your scalp, and it doesn't matter the texture or the skin type that's something I would definitely recommend for you to use. I think the one, the sun bum is a 30 SPF. They don't really make them any higher than that for the scalp and the hair yet. Is it coming? Yes, because I contacted um, Black Girl Sunscreen, and um, I wrote them, and I said, hey, y'all need to come. I like y'all's products. One of the one sunscreens that doesn't leave your skin, like, greasy or, like, has a film on it. You know, sometimes you put a sunscreen on it, kind of makes your skin feel, like, it has something on it, right? Um, and it gives it a really nice uh, thin coating without it feeling like you have, like, a, a big, thick coating on your skin, like most sunscreens are like. So that's what I like about it. Um, so I wrote them, and I said, hey, can you all come out with something? And they said it's in the works. So that's the one I like and I use for my family. And, again, that one, just because it says Black Girl Sunscreen, it doesn't matter the, the skin texture or if you have melanin in your skin. It's really good sunscreen to use, no matter the type or the or the texture or whatever the case may be. If you are the sun, the the beach goer that likes to get in the salt water, let's talk about the different types of salt, the different types of hair texture. So if you're like my husband, and you have dreadlocks. Technically, salt water is really good for dreadlocks, y'all. Um, and you probably never knew this, but it is. You just take a little bit of cactus oil and you put it in the hair, in the salt water, because most people don't cleanse their hair that often. It helps keep that bind and that lock, and it helps um, bring some nourishment to the, to your hair. So sometimes what people do is take ocean water, and they spray their locks down with it, and they don't really go and wash their hair as fast as the average person, everybody else that does not have dreadlocks. Now, if you do not have dreadlocks or locks or sister locks or something like that, and what I would advise you to do is do kind of like you would do in a chlorine situation because the salt is going to um, dry out the hair. It's going to make that hair kind of mat together, and we don't want that. So you would, you would 
add some maybe some uh, some conditioner to the hair, maybe like leave-in conditioner for slip, have fun in the sun. And then when you get back to your room or to your residence, take a shower, wash your hair immediately. And it, and it depends on how long you're going to be at the beach. So, like, if you're that person that has a seven-day vacation on the beach and you know you're going to be on the beach all seven days, just keep in mind when you go home and get back to your everyday thing, you might want to do deep conditioner when you get home. But in the meantime, protect your hair from the sun, wash out any impurities. It depends on the hair texture again, what you're looking for, and make sure that you use a deep conditioner at the end of your trip or your stay. So what what SPF are we talking? Well, the sun bomb is a 30 SPF. We don't really make it any higher than that. Okay. Um, so that's just the one that I've seen on the market that's easier, accessible, unless you want to order it online. This one I kind of saw at Walgreens or whatever. I picked it up mm-hmm. because, you know. But um, the other ones, I don't know. So if you find something with a higher SPF, you can. Because um, I know when they first came out on the market for a scalp and oil, I mean, scalp and hair sunscreen, it was starting off pre-COVID time, 15 SPF. So then now that they got one that's 30, you know, we're moving up in, in the world. That's how I feel. <laughs> it is the, the sun bum one, just to give you guys context on what it may feel like. It's not like your typical um, sunscreen that you put on your body. So, like, if you use... I think it's Copperstone, and you use, like, the uh-huh. cream. It get, kind of gives you, like, that tacky feel on your skin. And so right. we put up with it because we need it on our skin, right? We want, don't get sunburned. And just because you have dark melanin does not mean you don't burn, ladies and gentlemen. That's so true. Everybody needs to wear sunscreen. Um, with that being said, I got said, one of the worst The one burns. for your hair. Right. The one for your hair is a liar mesh. And the sun, what I do like about the Sun Bum One, it has a nozzle that you can put it directly on your scalp, and that that goes for anyone. That kind of if you're wearing like your hair party down the middle, and you got the two French braids, and you're outside for the guys that has like the shortcuts, and you're outside, and when you sweat and it runs to your face, because I have tried it, it doesn't burn my eyes, it doesn't irritate my eyes, or or you know my skin on my face. So mm-hmm. to me, I like that one. Now, granted, that's the second one I've tried in my life. <laughs> the first one was by Aveda. It wasn't marketed mm-hmm. as a sunscreen, but, you know, because I worked for them, I knew that it had sunscreen probabilities in it. And, mm-hmm. and the SPF for that one was like five SPF, right? But this one is 30. It's not an oil-based. It's very light. And, again, it's made for your scalp and for your hair. Because, again, the sun does bleaches out the color of your hair. So for people that get their hair color treated, sunscreen might be good because you you don't want to hear your color fade as fast. Now, talking about color treating, going to the beach. If you're going to go to the beach, mm-hmm. don't get your color done before you go on vacation. Mm. I don't want to. Get it done when you get it get back. Don't, spend, don't yeah. waste the money. Okay. Yeah. Do it when you come back. Yeah. So uh, and just to say, just I I got the worst uh, sunburn in my life, and I usually don't get sunburn, but I got the worst sunburn in my life when I was on my honeymoon. <laughs> just so I will just say that. But the one thing I will say too, you know how they have those pretty bathing suits that have the metallic accents on them. 
yeah. those metallic accents get hot. Okay, so if you have a bathing suit with metal in it, and you've got that metal next to your skin, if you're out there too long, you will get burned. So just to say, you know, in addition just to the regular uh, uh, preventative maintenance things, you just might want to think about that next time you're buying buying a swimsuit. So. So anyway, you know, I mean, okay, so we're we're not necessarily in or out of the water. And, and it's it's funny, uh, well, I'm not going to tell that story, but because um, well, I just will say there are some people that get in the water, but they're trying to keep their hair from getting wet. Do swim caps work for that purpose, or is it basically just if you're worried about your hair, you really should not be trying to get in the water? Well, so the purpose of a swim cap, right, and they've come a long mm-hmm. way. So there's one I just purchased. It's by okay. YGN, and they make it for if you have, like, braids, dreads, longer hair, and it's a turban wrap, turban wrap, and you go swimming with it. I haven't tried it out. I'll let y'all know next time when I do try it out. Okay. Probably August because I don't plan on use. Wait, I'm going to use it this weekend, so I'll let you know. Next in July. Okay, cool. Um, and I it. saw it Posting on it um, I saw it on Facebook, and so I was like, hmm, I want to try it because I've been using their um, silk wrap headband to kind of help protect my edges. And um, my brother let me know that the top, my crown is thinning out. You know, so like, and I need to change the way you see my uh, mm-hmm. headband and stuff like that. So I purchased some of those things and I, I actually really do like it so when i saw that they had this turban um um swim cap right i, I was right. curious because i use braids I'm, and i'm a braid a summer braid girl but i don't want that to stop me from going swimming or participating in water activities with my family so i said you know mm-hmm. what let's purchase it and then i'll let y'all know how it is so um and how much it does help protect the hair from the um, chlorine or beach water because, again, you know, when we do protective styles, we don't plan on taking it loose, you know, in a matter of two weeks. You know, we kind of want to keep it in for a month with maintenance and all that kind of stuff. So I don't want to have to wash my hair as often as I'm swimming because I want to keep the style. And I want to make sure the style lasts long. So I bought one for myself, and they have men uh, men versions for your guys. So I bought one for my husband for Father's Day because he has has dreadlocks, right? And when he gets his hair twisted, he complains that, like, I have to go back to work when I get back, and then my hair's not looking good, and, you know, this takes too much time, and I don't know what to do. So I bought him one. So I will give you the rundown on how they both are for both man, male and female. And the male ones okay. look like a male, and the female ones uh-huh. are nice and decorative, and they look nice. So I'll definitely let you know. Yeah, I've gone to the website and just posted the link on the G's Power Hour Facebook page. And I'm looking at them. They're very stylish. Um, the, the YGN means you go natural. 
basically. But apparently, I guess they were on Shark Tank, which I did not know. I haven't watched Shark Tank in a while, uh, admittedly. But yeah, there's there's some some of those, and there's some other uh, stylish items on this site. So definitely check it out. I I, I was curious when I looked at it because I saw a little girl, and she was like just amazingly stylish I thought out there on the beach you know had her her pink multicolored bathing suit on and had a pink uh hair wrap or turban and it looked pretty much like one of these that I see on the on the website so but she just looked so good you know and I was like hmm okay that's a thought I really hadn't thought about you yeah. know, one of those because uh, and, and that's um, one of the comps uh, that's uh-huh. one of the complaints that I used to get from clients, even if they're not natural or have textured hair that have long hair and it's straight. They're like, I can't put it in a in a swimming cap. You know, I think that's one of the things for years that we've always complained about is how do we protect our hair color? How do we protect our hair? If you get a chemical service, how do you protect that from the from the water and right. still have fun, right? So I'm really curious because your girl's rocking these braids. And I'm really curious yeah. to see how well it it does. I'm gonna have to get one too. Um, I um, and they say they have hassle-free returns. They have free shipping on orders over a hundred dollars. So you know, you might want to go in with um, other family members or friends, or you know, if you you know don't buy multiples. But yeah, they're really stylish. So I'll have to look further into that um, because yeah, I mean, I I I just I decided not to transition right now. I was thinking about it, but I decided not to transition, so I, I went back to my relaxer. But, you know, it, it just, for me right now, it's just one of those things that's it's just easy to maintain. So, um, but anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We are here with stylist Candace Thomas, and if you have questions or comments, the number is 516-387-1944. G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back. This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faiths, we have been here for many grieving families. Whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple, dignified cremation, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720, Dobbs dedicated to serving our families. Over the past 60 years, Dove Beauty Bar's superior formula has remained unchanged. But when it comes to beauty, everything changed. Together, we redefined beauty. We said no to stereotypes and yes to every type. We let go of judgments and embraced what makes us unique. We're proud to have been there with you, caring for you every step of the way. Here's to the next 60 years. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. Uh, by the way, we got a full week this week. Um, we have uh, our, our doctor, Dr. Taiwan Tillman, will, that will be on on Wednesday, Thursday, uh, because the second and the third weeks are kind of running together. So thir- uh, Thursday is the third Thursday, and that's Tech Thursday. We have Burton Kelso on on Thursday, and Friday is Friday in the Garden. And tomorrow, we're going to talk with some dads. 
because we got Daddy Day coming up. So make sure you join us for that. And, but we're back now with Candace Thomas, stylist and nurse. And if you have questions or comments, the number is 516-387-1944. So, Candace, um, yeah, one of, uh, this looks really good because one of the things that I saw when I was at the beach that I thought was a little bit, you know, and I kind of understood it, but it just looked a little weird. I saw a couple of people actually going into the water with hats on, and I'm like, mm, that just kind of takes the fun away a little bit. But something like this with the turbans, I think, is is a, a wonderful op, you know option to take a look at. So, um, you know, thanks for mentioning that. So. Yeah, anytime. I told you when I find some new stuff, I'm out, now I'm out here looking for some stuff for myself. And you know, my daughter has some sun sensitivities, and she has she's very, yeah. very fair skin. So I want to make sure that I protect her from the sun. So I try to find things now, you know, that we we can use as a family, and you know, mm-hmm. hey, let's share it. Yeah. Yes, definitely. And that is one of those things, too, I noticed. It's like, okay, as OGs, we're still out there with um, little to no um, covering on. But I saw a lot of people, especially kids, and I guess the parents are looking out for the kids, um, with long sleeves swimwear. Yes. You know, and I'm yep. like, eh, that's a... I, I, that's a good idea, you know. And I've never thought about trying one for myself. I just think I look kind of strange. But I thought it was a, a good thing to see so many, especially the young kids with the um, long sleeve swimwear, you know, and it's, it's, they don't seem to be bothered by it, which is good. And I bought great. one for my daughter, and we tried it out the other weekend at a splash park and before I got breathed, and it's um, she's not walking yet, but. It comes, it's like a little biker short thing, and it's a one-piece, and it zips up, and um, the suit itself, and as many as I have came across, repels SPF up to 30, the suit itself. So, that could be a lot of reasons why we're buying it for our kids, and um, have I looked for marketing for me as an adult? No, because... I feel like us adults like to try to look kind of cute, you know. But it's still cute for our, for our young boys and girls and our babies and our toddlers. So it it repels sun for the kids. Um, and then they have the cute little hats to match it. And, you know, they can go play. And one of the things that's hard with kids, as, you know, most of us know, is getting them to slow down to stop to reapply. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so what this does is, Continue to play, Bailey. Continue to play, Chaz. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't have to really hound you and hold you down. I just got to respray your neck and reapply your face. And it's unless, mm-hmm. you know, I've had the long pants one on, and then I have the shoes on their feet, right? So, and, it, mm-hmm. and they don't get hot. They don't get hot. So, yeah, I would yeah. totally recommend it for parents. That's good. Yeah, because, like I said, I saw quite a few of those, and I'm like, huh. You know, because I guess it's been a while since I've been to the beach or been a while since I really noticed all, there were quite a few people, so I was noticing a lot of stuff because uh, there was people getting in the water with hoodies. That was the other thing I thought was kind of interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah. But I guess, you know, people are kind of being more conscious conscious uh, about 
uh, protecting themselves, you know, whether, you know, and also, like I said, getting the young people off to a great start with that. So I, I'm really happy, to, was happy to kind of see, you know, people being more conscientious about protecting the kids that way. So, so now let's talk about, uh, I guess, some of the things that we talk about around this time of year, uh, cuts, you know, trims. Uh, that type of thing, uh, styles for the summer, uh, you know, um, and also hair accessories that may be helpful. Uh, any suggestions for that? So definitely I would look into hair accessories, kind of like buy a brand like YZN because of how it has the silk wrapped around the actual headband. Um, they also mm-hmm. have um, like a squinty type thing that we that you use to kind of put your hair in a pineapple or a, or a bun or something that's not going to be resistant to your hair or your edges. It keeps them from being snatched. So look at something like that. Um, Con Air also has some that I saw at Walmart that were wrapped in that satin silk material. So still kind of look at when you go to the store which type of headband that you're going to get because, you know, as we age, we lose some some ability to grow there, so let's not yeah. help it, right? Um, right. Another thing I would also recommend, um, especially for our dads, because it's it's Father's Day coming up, is possibly yep. um, a beard oil, right? A beard yeah. oil or oil uh, for their beard, even if they don't have a beard or if they're sh- if they're shaving shaving their face. So what that mm-hmm. does is it allows the um the skin to kind of like in the hair which is a very coarse hair most of the time give it nutrients that it needs to get um and it it allows for the beard um to kind of reheal itself keeps the skin nice and supple so you don't have to worry about ingrown hairs and that doesn't like i said doesn't matter for the texture or the um the texture or the skin type it's just mm-hmm. that facial hair is just kind of thick. So if you're looking at getting something for your dad for the summer, I would invest in something that will help keep the skin supple, like a beard oil or a beard moisturizer. There's so many products out there that you can try. I don't know which one. I have been playing with a couple of them. But mm-hmm. they do have these kits now for Father's Day that you can just probably buy a kit and, you know, travel. they have travel sizes too because you all know. Uh, I'm your girl, and I love travel sizes, right? So they have travel mm-hmm. sizes at places like Target and at um, uh, 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 um, Walmart that you can try to have those products for men in their beard, shampoo, conditioner, oil, moisturizer. So that's what I would try out for your for your dads. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of mentioned the beard oil to my husband, and he kind of looked at me sideways, but I think I'm going to go and, and try to do some investing. There's a few that I've seen that's gotten uh, pretty good reviews, especially for uh, uh, black men. And he, I know, he, you know, he's talked about uh, wanting to find a good trimmer. That was his, his main thing. So I think he's found one. I, I don't know yet. He hasn't commented. I guess he's going to try it out today on, um, you know, how, how it works, you know. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm saying, you know, keep telling, in addition to, you know, trimming it up, there may be some other things you want to consider, you know. Who am I? I don't have a beard, so. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. 
So, um, anyway, we also I'm sure, especially this time of year, want to emphasize the the hydration aspect, you know, to keep the hair um, in good shape. Um, but you did mention about the um, the uh, difficulty growing hair at a certain age, and I've noticed, um, you know, like hair breakage, like I guess around the the top. And you know, mm-hmm. in the middle, and I know part of it for me is that I have um, a job that I wear headphones at night. Now I have started um, when I remember to do it, putting on like a scarf underneath the headphones, and you know, <laughs> at first, you know, my husband's like, you know, looked at me, and I'm like, well, you know. I'm trying to protect my hair now, you know, because I'm getting some a lot of this breakage up at the top, you know, and, and you know I don't right. see necessarily I don't necessarily see hair falling out on my shoulders. I don't necessarily see hair coming off on the headset, but I know it's you know if that's where the hair is is starting to uh, get shorter or whatever. It's got to be something to do with that. So, you know, it's awkward, but you know I said hey, you know if it protects the hair then. You know, that's good. But are are there things that I should be looking at in terms of uh, attempting to grow hair in the top or whatever? Or am I just at an age, you know, because I'm 60 plus where, you know, that growth may just be done? You know, it's a couple of things we could do. You know, I've I've been having this conversation with my mother and finding it for myself because even though the girl that braids my hair, I've known her for a while, and she's like, oh, your hair's thinner at the top. And I was like, yeah, I've been the stomach, you know? Um, yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. and I think for me is, is my wear, because I do pineapple it um, pretty often when I go to work as a nurse, because, you know, I don't want my fro in the way, even though it's not really in the way, but I don't want to look a mess. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I haven't really been using, shame on me, um, scarves and um, hair ties that are conducive for my curly texture, right? And I put curly texture and relaxed, chemically treated hair in the same uh, context because um, Mm -hmm. the hair is a little weaker because we processed it. And then where the curls are, where the the bend of the curl is, it's a little weaker on the bends, okay? Mm-hmm. So we do have to baby it. Now, what are some things we want to do about it? Either A, it's hereditary, and one way we can look at it as hereditary, the, the, the old wise tale is two of them. Look how, how your hair has bent mm-hmm. or how she's or go back to your baby pictures because typically what your hair looks like when you were the infant is kind of how it's going to look like when you – um, get older, right? So, are those true? Well, shoot, I had I a good baby picture. Can't tell you if it is or not. <laughs> so, huh? I said, well, I had a good baby picture. I had a head full of hair. <laughs> so, I, like I said, I don't know how true that is. Um, right. But, you know, it's one of those things. Now, we could try to prevent it from thinning any, any further. That's kind of like when you have, like, high blood pressure, we can prevent it and take something to prevent it, your blood pressure from getting out of whack and keep it under control any further. But, you know, as far right. as how life is before you had to take blood pressure medication, 
will it be um, normal? Nine times out of ten, no, right? So right. there's things we can do to help it. So, like, maybe wrap the head, the headset with the silk wrap and change it out every two days or, you know, um, you do yeah. wrap your hair up to go swimming and, you yeah. know, you don't, you don't do chemical treatments back to back. You kind of freak, freak and, you know, those are just your habits from what I remember. So I think yeah. you're not adding to the stress. Does that make sense? Right. Even speaking yeah. of stress, stress can thin out your hair. Yes, it can. Stress can thin out your hair. So, Candace, we got to run, but we definitely need to deal with that issue. Hopefully we'll talk about that a little bit more next month. Thanks for hanging out today. Appreciate that. No problem. Thank you all for listening. This has been G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Be well, be safe, be blessed, and please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care. <laughs>